Episode 22 is here. We didn't record last week. Sorry about that. But Sorry, we got a great show. Great show. School's today. getting hard. It, school's just <laughs> getting tough. Not Actually, I take that back. It's not getting hard, but it's just getting... There's just like midterms coming up, and I've had a lot. Like I've had a lot of reading to do for some classes. I mean, everyone obviously does, but yeah, yeah. Mid uh, mid October, early October to mid like the end of October, basically is midterm season. Yeah, I'm I'm shifting so. around between five different textbooks. I had two midterms already. It was a right, brutal so week last week. I walked in midterm this weekend. Woo! I walked into exam an exam blind the other week. I was really disappointed. I'm sure your parents will be glad to hear that. Uh, yeah, I'm really. I, I'm sure they'll be even happier to see the results. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk. Uh, to be fair, most of most of my midterms are all, you know, just online. Like they're like, all right, you got 24 hours to do it, or you got a weekend to do it. See ya. So. Anyways, let's talk about some sports ball. The Falcons. Wow. <laughs> Lol. Uh, SEC is back, and it is totally awesome. Oh my goodness. We had uh, incredible performances just so far for the from the first four weeks from Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. That's a bad man, and uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know it's, he's been he's been okay. Um, MLB postseason. It's been exciting. Padres, of course, lost in soul crushing fashion last night to the Dodgers, and nobody wanted to see that, but we got it. I mean, they were playing in the barbecue. And that was where Slam Diego started. So I was kind of hoping there'd be some of that. Yeah, you were I was hoping, hoping there'd be some of that like Slam Diego out. magic would reoccur. But every chance they had with the bases loaded, it did not end up in a hit. It either ended up in a walk or a strikeout in the inning. It was tragic. So that was a great series. But you know what? It wasn't our year anyways, especially with their two starting pitchers we suddenly even, being unavailable. Being out or injuring. We weren't even Twice in one game in two complete different innings. Uh, just just soul-crushing. Um, anyways, NBA Finals, that looked like it was going to be a great series. And then the Heat were decimated by injuries to their top two scoring options, Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo. So nobody watched game two. And then the ratings were awful. Everybody was talking about it. And game... So they had to let the Heat win a, a game? <laughs> and then... And then they, the NBA decided to let the Heat win a game against the Lakers. They were gonna give them yeah, like I did not think that they could possibly win that game. And then Jimmy Butler just dropped a 40-point triple-double out of nowhere. He was saving up all of his bubble energy for that. Probably drank like five cups of Big Face coffee right before that. Doesn't need friends. Big Face coffee. Yeah, you know Jimmy Butler's coffee shop? Big Face, Big face coffee? No, I figured he would make his own coffee shop after he left Philly. I mean, he was – they did have Wawa's in Philly, and if you guys know about Wawa's, that's the best coffee, any type of food out of a gas station ever. So, you know, he even started his own coffee shop. Mm. Yeah. Give it to them. Philly treated him so badly. Huh? A.K.A. Wawa's. Philly's it. Philly, Philadelphia is Wawa's. <laughs> random, random. <laughs> uh, and since we last recorded, we had our first tank bowl. That was a great matchup. Uh, really, not so much uh, between the Broncos and the Jets. Hey, great run by Sam Darnold, though. Hey, yeah, the quarterback guru also really coached really badly. I was really impressed. By <laughs> you know, it was really, really, really awful. Right when you you thought you set the bar low enough with the Jets, they they still come back and they shock you again. Yeah. 
great stuff. I'm gonna shout out Tree again on his on his Twitter. He had a funny like little list of like the Jets, and it was like hire quarterback guru in quotation uh, marks Adam Gase, and then it's like it's like marinate in his brilliance. And last night was just the perfect simmer of you know just brilliance. Like it was just awful in a brilliant way, but. Again, you marinate in Adam Gase's. Yeah, life. and then the great, the great sportsmanship displayed by Gase by not shaking his hand. Good, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, uh, apparently there was some background behind that. I think it was either the Broncos were getting some dirty shots from the Jets players, and like the Broncos were just kind of pissed about it. Or apparently there were some calls or some sort of game management that Gase did that pissed off the Broncos and Vic Fangio for some reason. But, I mean, Gase did call some brilliant plays. Like that, uh, what, what was it? They punted it when they were, like, down in the fourth quarter. Like, when they were in Bronco territory or something like that. It was just, wow, that was just brilliant. That was awesome. That was awesome play calling. Yeah, I mean, Adam Gase is just proving himself again and again as a great head coach in the NFL. I don't know if viewers at home can tell I'm sarcastic, but I, I'm being sarcastic. Marinate in his brilliance. Yeah, not even the coaches respect him. They won't even shake his hand after games. Now they they said, "Nope, you're you're a buffoon." Anyways, it it's so funny how he got a job. Like it was literally coaching Peyton Manning in his what, what was it the Super Bowl year? No, it was before that. It was in uh, twenty thirteen, the first year when they played the Seahawks and they got whooped by them in the Super Bowl. He was the quarterback. He was the like quarterbacks coach, and like apparently he revolutionized Peyton Manning. And it's like that's not like he just took a good quarterback and just you know he didn't do anything with him. He's a good quarterback. Uh, okay, well you know what that's that's the Jets. I wonder who had to say in that in hiring him was it all the GM before Joe Douglas or did Sam Darnold say hey I like that guy let's get that guy? I don't think it was Sam Darnold. Hey, I like that guy. Like he was he was horrible with the Dolphins. Before they hired him. Well, so. he never had a legit quarterback like Tannehill, you know. <laughs> well, no, but look at Tannehill now that he's not being coached by Adam Gase. He's doing pretty well in Tannehill. Well, yeah, that's the argument. Yeah, that is the argument. So. Well, that, no, that yeah, of course. That's, yeah, that's the obvious argument. I mean, it's similar to any sort of situation like, you know, in baseball when a, bolt, a pitcher doesn't do well on one team and then multiple pitchers don't do well, well on one team and then, you know, they do well on another team when they leave. I mean, that happens in the NFL and it's due to the coaching, you know, and – I think Gates personally, that game showed me that Darnold is a great quarterback, but just needs a coach. He's just in desperate need of a coach. And then also the press conference was pretty ugly. Or the last few have. Gates is a, like just terrible with the media. He's like worse than Russell Westbrook. He's not hostile. He's just like, he just says all the wrong things. <laughs> He's never been good. Yeah. Okay. And last little thing here. Somebody needs to report LeBron to Child Protective Services. Because what he did to those young kids on the Denver Nuggets was a, just awful. Crushing their hopes and dreams in five games. <laughs> Nuggets Twitter after game four. This was really funny. Uh, after they fell down to 3-1, they said, familiar territory. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but that couch at home in Denver looks pretty freaking familiar now. Like they ever had a chance. Anyways, yeah. No, it wasn't the Nuggets here. They were too. They were too young. Not yet. They're too Finn young. liked them, but we, we, the rest of America knew. My roommates are Nuggets fans. They're, they're, I got the Padres of the NBA. The uh, eh, yeah. The Nuggets don't have an MVP. Well, they might have an MVP candidate. That's actually, you know what? You know what? That's actually not a bad take. 
That's actually not. Oh, are you the judger of takes? I'm sorry. <laughs> do we all do we all have to seek approval from Lord Jake on takes? I think I put the most work in. I don't know. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, everyone, simmer down. We got some clown of the weeks to get clowns of the week to get to. Well, yeah, let's get let's get to our two for one special here again. I guess I need someone to call out my bolognese, but you know whatever. <laughs> yeah. So first clown of the week, we got again the two time clown of the week appearances. <laughs> For the Atlanta Falcons, because we knew they blew a 20-point lead to the Dallas Cowboys, and they lose, they lost the game. Despite turning Dallas turning the ball over three times and trying to hand them the game. We know they did that. And we know they were the first team since 1933 to lose a game, despite scoring 39 points and having zero turnovers. Because teams were previously 440 and zero That's in insane. such situations. But <laughs> they managed to do it again. To the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Great football team. We got big dick, Nick. <laughs> yeah, so they blew two 15-point leads in back-to-back weeks. Never been done before by an NFL franchise. So nicely done. Atlanta Falcons. They remain dysfunctional with Dan the Man Quinn. Dan is just like not – that's just hey. not the name of 2020. It's just every guy named Dan said bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Dan, not the man uh, Quinn, and obviously Dan, not the man Snyder. You know, D- Dan Quinn making a, or I guess the Falcons team as a whole, just making a strong push for this clown of the year. Uh, I mean, that, see, the problem is, though, is that it's, it's, it's just so frustrating to watch because the Atlanta Falcons offense actually has been playing decently well, like when you think about it, because they've been scoring a lot of points. I mean, both, you know, both these losses, they, you know, we're scoring quite a bit. They just find, they find new ways to choke every week. Well, their yeah. defense is just really, really bad. Well, their defense is just atrocious. But, like, Calvin Ridley's been playing great. Matt Ryan's been playing decent. I mean, the it's just – it's kind of like – I watch these games and I'm like, Dinkins just kind of wasting this offense. Like, they should be winning these games because they have a great offense. It's a waste of talent, for sure. Well, let's get a, let's so, get a real coach, too, and then we can, then we can really well, start yeah, to put some I expectations. Some people are saying they should blow it up, and I would get that from a defensive perspective. But I don't think you—I don't think you touch that offense just yet. I mean, Matt, Matt Matt Ryan still has some good years ahead of him, and you know you still have the end of Julio Jones's prime. Um, maybe you get something out of Todd Gurley, but you know, put a new coach in there that knows how to work with that, and then you know, obviously you try and shore up the defense through the draft and free agency. I mean, that's not a bad team because they're scoring. I mean, they scored thirty-nine on the Cowboys, and yeah, so did the Browns scored forty-nine, but. I mean, it's still a hot offense, in my opinion. They've played well. And then, um, yeah, anyway, so, so you have those two soul-crushing losses. And then, as a reward, you get to go play at Lambeau against the one team nobody wants to face in the league right now, and they got smacked. <laughs> so they're 0-4. I should take that. Yeah, I should take back. Their offense is not great. It's like when I – because they did not play well against the Packers. <laughs> I mean – And I was wrong about the Packers, too. So I don't want to be guilty of any more – you know, takes that people on Instagram are bullying. Yeah, with, didn't, you know? didn't you? Uh, didn't you pick the Vikings to win that division? I did pick the Vikings to win that division. I that I did not get the the NFC North right at all. That was Finn clearly did not buy the Aaron Rodgers comeback season hype. He thought he was washed because and done. I bought it so many years in fantasy, and it never worked out for me. So I was okay, like, well, okay, fantasy is not, not everything, and you know they're in an offense where. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to be Mahomes anymore. He can he can be Ryan Tannehill and be still win games comfortably. 
So yeah, well, that's why Ryan Tannehill is so good with the Titans. <laughs> well, if if they don't have to forfeit their game against the Bills, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they don't have to forfeit because of their COVID outbreak, oh, God. and then they met at that high school, that's that's going to be odd. They might have to forfeit that because they violated the protocol. Like that was a big part of the NFL's protocol is that if anyone gets COVID, there can't be any like practices or you can't meet with anyone. Um, and apparently Tannehill was there. Um, some other notable Viking uh, Titans players, sorry, uh, were there. And they knew about the rules, and they still did it anyways. Like, they might be forced by the NFL to force Wow. Well, yeah, when you have that big of an outbreak, like, obviously you're doing something wrong. I don't think it was completely accidental. So, so yeah. I think that makes sense. Like, it's like, uh, hey, don't do this, or else you're going to forfeit games that you probably should be winning. You know, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good call, but I think by the NFL. No, I agree. You know, it's you got to follow the rules if you want to play, especially during these times. Uh, anyways, we got another under underachieving team for clown of the week, the Houston Texans, because Bill O'Brien is obviously done in Houston. Now uh, Deshaun Watson is currently the happiest man alive. <laughs> and <laughs> why hasn't Bill O'Brien been our, on our clown of the year standings? I have no idea. We really need to update those now. And really a lot because of the Falcons as well. And a lot of people saw this coming. I, I assumed that Bill O'Brien wouldn't be the coach by the end of the season. I'm just surprised that, so you let him make all these moves in the off season, and then he only you only get to let him adjust for for four weeks, and then he's out. I get your own four. Yeah, it's kind of I mean, four else. It's kind of like two late else, Texans. Though. Four weeks. I mean, it's I mean, it's only four weeks. That's the thing, though. Like those are big moves yeah. he made. So I I feel like they should have given him a little more time, but at the same time, the fourth loss being at home to Kirk Cousins, who is not playing very good football right now, is not a good sign. So. I almost, I almost understand it, but I, at the same time, I feel like there's another side to it. Um, but anyways, he's done, and um, he's probably not going to be in the NFL again. But then again, we thought about that. We thought that about Jason Garrett, and he somehow somehow managed to get a job. Stumbled his way into <laughs> the offensive coordinator job at the New York Giants. I'm really yeah, enjoying yeah. it. How's, how's that as a Giants fan? It's real fun. Yeah, so I think if Jason but, Garrett can get a job, maybe Bill O'Brien yeah, is going to yeah, get a gig probably. somewhere in the NFL. Maybe he can go back to Penn State. <laughs> maybe yeah him and james franklin just do the switcheroo hey yeah <laughs> i don't know no probably not they trade they trade away like they get another uh <laughs> they get another uh what is it uh saquon barkley and they oh he God. just tries to like force him to transfer <laughs> oh my God. for a better running back and then what do they get in return? <laughs> i don't know three star um but the funny thing was is oh, shout out to jj watt for this because apparently he got in a fight with uh bill o'brien at practice and it got personal to the point where J.J. Watt was basically barrotting him for not knowing how to coach a winning football team. And apparently that was just extremely well-deserved. And that was at that point the last draw. And, like, all the players lost faith in him. Um, and then speaking on the fact that he only got four games, I was really surprised when he got fired. And I'm assuming that that incident had to play a huge part because they definitely were probably thinking of firing him. But four weeks is still early for a guy that you just made the GM, you know, less than a year ago. And man, that like that was just weird. Like I was shocked that it was this early. And it's like Texans, why did why did you even hire him in the first place as a GM? Like you just let him blow up your team, and then you're you know you let him go after. You just cut him free. Like at least let him try and have some sort of you know work with it. I guess. At least at least let him play with the new toys for a little bit. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, come on. Give the guy a break. He's getting adjusted. Come on, come on. 
Yeah. Like you, he's had so long to prove. Like, like you let him go this far with this. You might as well just let him yeah. see what he can do with it. I mean, well, that, that's like the vibe that I feel like if I was a fan, I, I would have. Like, I would just be like, well, what was the point of this? You know, you just slap the fans in the face. I'm trading D-Hop you know, in the first place. Ugh. Yeah. Well, that was just, I mean, everyone was like, what the hell was that? But you let him do all that and then you just fire him now. It's kind of like. Should have just fired. Like he should have been. I mean, he obviously should have been fired after the division game. I mean, the play calling there alone should have gotten him fired. But if I'm a Texans fan, I feel like you're happy about this, but you're also just kind of like, our roster's screwed. They they have the most players on any other. I think yeah, they have the they have the most players on any NFL roster that make more than ten million dollars a year. Yikes! More than the Cowboys? You, yes. Wow. They, they they are their their contract situations with their players is awful. Well, it looks like they're gonna and they to, paid Deshaun, they're gonna have to ex- but they're not going to be able to pay anyone to come and play with Deshaun, even if they want to. So they're going to have to tank for a, a, a short period of time, in order, you know, in the hopes of getting Deshaun talent. But you know, Bill O'Brien alone this year could have wasted a good chunk of Deshaun Watson's career that we haven't even seen yet. That's that's totally true, and I was really surprised that Deshaun Watson decided he wanted to re-sign with the Texans um, despite Bill O'Brien's presence and his role as GM and head coach. I thought for sure he'd be he'd only re-sign if he's like I'd be like, hey, I want Bill Bill O'Brien out of here if I'm going to re-sign with the Texans, and he still signed anyways, which I thought was just interesting. Yeah, it that's a mess down there. Yeah. I mean, who even wants to coach down there at this point? I mean, I guess if you – I mean, Deshaun Watson's the – you know, the only – I mean, obviously that's a good reason to, but the ownership that – I mean, who, I wonder who's in charge because this just doesn't make sense. They're going to have to find a way to get draft picks or something. Like, that. that's just a bad situation. Yeah, but their next – the funny thing is, is I forgot to even add this. They tank the next two years. They don't even get their yeah, draft picks. wait. What? I they owe the have... next I, – I, they owe their ne- their next for two first-round picks to the uh, to the Miami <laughs> Who'd, how'd that? How'd that happen? Oh, Larry, they I'm, traded for Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> John Watson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You think they're going to score? They have to score big in free agency now. They can't do that either because they've invested in all these injury-prone uh, former stars. So, free Watson. free Watson, please. Bill O'Brien made quite a mess. Hashtag free Watson. <laughs> well, it, it, Deshaun chose to stay. That, that's like that's on him. At this point, honestly, the Houston Texan owners, it's like if Bill O'Brien came to their house, took a dump on their lawn, and then they paid him $10. Like, that's basically what happened. You still left there with a dump on your lawn, you know? <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyways, now it's just there, and like you're going to make your quarterback clean it up because he's the reason, you know, the team's not playing well. Like, probably what they think. Okay. I don't know. All right, let's talk the NBA for a sec. Something a little more inspirational. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Not so sad. Jimmy Butler, despite the odds and nobody watching, he said, I'm still motivated. <laughs> and he went out there and dropped 40 points, 11 rebounds, and 13 assists. I think, what is this, game two or game three? I can't even remember. Uh, it's all a blur. There's three. And anyways, became the first player. You can't remember because you didn't watch because nobody I, I didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't watch. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I think I was watching the Padres that night. Well, I assumed, yeah, I assumed I was, okay, yeah. well, Bam, if Bam and Dragic are out for the next two games – this series is over, and so I didn't watch. And then Jimmy does this, so then now I'm watching again. But so, anyways, he became the first player to outscore, out rebound, and out assist LeBron James in an NBA Finals game. That's incredible. 
I mean, he did play like 45 minutes, I think. He, he only got to rest for three minutes, but that's insane against the Lakers. Yep. Um, anyways, and my thing with the Heat is they, they should have been in this series if they had Bam and Dragic healthy. They, this would have been a series. I feel like this game would – I feel like this would have gone to six. My prediction was Lakers in six. Still um, and you know what? They could still they could still do it, but it's very odds are very unlikely. Uh, but you know they're they're just a, they have shooting and defense. They can if they shoot around forty percent or better from three, they're gonna make every game close. And they've been amazing in close games, so it almost feels like the edge goes to the Heat, even though LeBron is always present in the fourth I quarter. I mean, I don't think a three one lead a three one series lead is not a comfortable league any lead anymore after you know. We've seen it throughout sports that you know that's a curse. That's a curse place to be. At. It, it was briefly. You want to get over that three-one. It was briefly for the Denver Nuggets, but then reality set in. They burn out. Yeah, but so. Golden State. <laughs> We've seen some of this before. Um, but anyways, if Bam is like, if he's way better in Game Five, and if they can get Dragic back, then. They they could make it really interesting, but without those guys, I, I'm not sure. And again, game three, like people were already panicking about the Lakers, and they just had way like they didn't play like the Laker brand of basketball. They had way too many turnovers. Anthony Davis got in foul trouble way too early, and then they had to sit him a lot of the game, way more than they intended. He only played 33 minutes, and um, he didn't get to score at will in the first half like he did in pretty much every other playoff game. And the Heat just started out super hot from three. So basically everything went right for the Heat and nearly everything went wrong for the Lakers and LeBron. And it was still close. <clears throat> and it was still close. I mean, almost everything. They still got 19 points in marked, uh, out of Markeith and Kuz each, which was interesting. But, that you know, that that's not going to happen every game either. Um, so not quite everything went wrong, though. Um, but you can't afford to have LeBron and AD combined for 40 points in a game and expect to win if you're the Lakers. And obviously they came back and they rebounded pretty well. You know LeBron's going to rebound uh, pretty well. He's going to bounce back after that bad of a game anyways. So, but yeah, hopefully the Heat get healthy and they can stay alive. But I don't know. It's it's, it's a, That's tough. <laughs> I think the NBA is going to let the Lakers win this Especially one. Especially yeah. since they're in the Mamba jerseys tonight. I don't I don't, oh I don't, yeah, LeBron doesn't lose in the black jerseys. We've learned I don't, that. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see. Yeah. R.I.P. Kobe. He. I mean, it, it makes sense for the Lakers to win this year. You know. Yeah. It's obvious. You know. Well, it's that's, it's that's it's, the it's good. That's the narrative for sure. Narrative, yeah. But you're there. We're also going to unleash the most tox- toxic fan base in sports. Oh yeah. Well, or one like I mean, on, I'm not. I'm just not a fan of L.A sports teams right now well dodgers and lakers the classic ones not the new ones i don't i I, yeah i don't think a ton of people are outside of those fan bases anyways (laughs) so uh anyways okay let's shift on down to our nfl power rankings well they're mine but um well and i'm sure there's gonna be some pushback on these (laughs) so let's go ahead well, most, yeah, but most, uh, okay, yeah, I did not. Well, I did not write mine down this week, but they're in my head. I'm doing a gentleman's NFL uh, power rankings. I'm just gonna do it off the top of my head. Disagree with Jake's. If I like what he says, I'll just agree with it and pretend that you know I thought that too. Just wasn't Jake. <laughs> wow, great, great stuff. Okay, anyways, <laughs> let's start at number ten. Also, maybe talk about the NFL schedule. Oh yeah, and then we'll make our picks. We're gonna make our picks after this too. Yeah, make a pick. Today. So okay. Number 10, I got the Indianapolis Colts. 
And you could argue maybe they should be higher, but I don't think they're that good. I think they're good, but I don't think they're that good. Um, they got the edge over the Browns because I think they can win in a variety of ways. Unlike the Browns, I think really they're only playing good football when they can run the ball at will and nobody can stop them. Um, and I think, you know, they just they have some injuries, but they're working through it pretty good. And the defense is getting it done. Uh, so Phillip Rivers, you know, he's actually he's got a real offensive line now, <laughs> which yeah, I think is very underrated. He doesn't have Sam Tevy, just non-existent left tackle. And so far, yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor have been great for them. Um, he's They're doing good stuff down there, and hopefully they can keep it going. So, yeah, Colts at 10 for me. I, I like to see Phillip succeed, you know, after he just gets got hit so many times. It'd be funny if he wants to the end of the At the end of his Chargers run, you know, it's good to see him actually have some protection. Yeah, so far, our prediction that the Colts are going to take the AC South looks pretty good. Um, but obviously there is one suspiciously undefeated team. Uh, <laughs> didn't make my top 10, by the way, which I'm sure Finn is just, you know, pounding the table. What the, yeah, I mean, obviously you're, they're not going to make your top 10. I mean, they kind of had it. You're just like, oh, they're not good. Ryan Tannehill's awful. I have to forfeit a game. Um, <laughs> That's true. They do have to forfeit that game. So I guess they should. Well, yeah, they shouldn't be in the top 10 for that reason. They were naughty. They're they, they got a soft schedule too. You you gotta admit, Titans have been helped out by a soft schedule. Yeah, okay. that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean the AFC AFC South's pretty bad, and they haven't played great teams. Uh, I mean, they're still undefeated. I mean, yeah, I'm watching them. No, Titans fans, all you Titans fans out there, I'm watching you. But all five of you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm still in the we'll see. Um, just. A train of thought right now. Anyways, number nine, I got the New Orleans Saints. Saints, look, this offense obviously depends heavily on Michael Thomas. You witnessed that in, against the Raiders in week two. Lost a game that, that everybody expected them to win. Michael Thomas tweeting. <laughs> hey, this is going to – what did he say on Twitter? Oh, that was so funny. He, he said – Oh, this this is going to be over quickly. I forgot what he said. Oh, yeah. Right. We I talked about it, though. Clown of the week, obviously. Yeah, he, he was the clown of the week because he tweeted some – that was so funny. Oh, my goodness. Freezing cold take. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is freezing cold, below zero. Uh, and, you know, you saw Michael Thomas. Obviously, they really need him. Against the Packers in week three, too, they struggled. The only big play was the check down pass to Alvin Kamara. And, you know, Drew Brees is always going to know where Kamara is because <laughs> he can't throw the ball very far. <laughs> and, anyways, yeah, to me, when they're playing behind, though, it seems like they just lack the mental toughness especially on defense sometimes, they're really undisciplined on that side of the football, and they had double-digit penalties against the Raiders that uh, I thought played a huge role in them losing that game. So the Saints need to uh, get a little creative here. Uh, maybe get Taysom Hill, the do-it-all guy. <laughs> Got to get him going. What, ben, start him, bench, breeze. That'd be so funny. <laughs> they won't do that. They will never do that. Because uh, everybody was saying how great he was and how dynamic he made the offense, and then all of a sudden they're not using him. So I don't know. I don't know what's up with that, but I still get the Saints at nine. I they're capable. I don't know how capable. Uh, they're not. They're not in the top ten for me. Okay. Okay. Well, th- that's because they didn't have Michael Thomas. We'll let you do your top ten though. I'm not going to say I'll <laughs> do your top ten, but they're not in my. Top well, 10. I, I'm not Titans over Saints. Well, I'm saying they with Michael Thomas, they are top ten. And I th- oh, so you do think Michael Thomas is a good player? No, I'm saying he's Michael Thomas makes them a top 10 offense. I don't think oh, wow. he's the best thing since sliced bread, but you know what? He, he's he's decent. <laughs> the slant, 
Well, I don't know if any NFL receiver is the best thing since sliced bread. Like sliced bread is pretty, <laughs> pretty essential. You know, you need to make those PB and J's. Um, hey, okay, moving on down. We got at number eight. I got the LA Rams and the Rams. You mean? You mean the IKEA Rams? Oh, the IKEA Rams, or uh, what's the other one? That's Best Buy. Best, Best Buy. Buy, the Best Buy Rams. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that too. IKEA. <laughs> um, I don't know. Rams. I still really like this team. They obviously they were kind of they showed up again to the uh, game against the Giants a little weird. They weren't themselves, but they still won the game nonetheless. And I don't think that's the Rams are going to see yeah, going forward. Um, <laughs> I mean, they almost came back against the Bills and at home. I mean, on the road. I mean, so they have depth at every position. And look, the offense—they have so many different things they can do out of play action. It's kind of amazing, and they do a lot of good things. Yeah, which... McFay still has great. And no girly no for that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no girly. Um, hasn't been too much of an issue. He wasn't exactly big last season for them. Um, but yeah, I like the Rams a lot. And um, the game against the Giants was just a little bit of a fluke. They didn't. They probably didn't even prepare for them. Honestly, they just said, "I don't think anyone needs to at this point." <laughs> you, know, you can send out your practice squad, and they'll still beat them. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, moving on down. Number seven, I got the New England Patriots, and they didn't have Cam against the Chiefs, and I don't think the Chiefs really prepared for them because they kind of just slept walk through that thing, and. If they had Cam, everybody thinks they would have won that game. And I am pretty much saying the same thing. Um, and Cam's been pretty good. They have to win a certain way, which kind of limits where I put them on this list. I can't put them any higher than six. Uh, but I do like what they're doing. And if they could run the ball and play defense, dominate time of possession, this is a really good football team. And Bill Belichick's still doing uh, great things on defense, even though he had a ton of opt-outs. Um, really, I'm kind of surprised how good the Patriots' defense has been. But, yeah, I got the Patriots at seven. Yeah, I think I would have to agree with you there. I really think actually if Cam was in that game, we could have seen a completely different score. I mean, the Chiefs really just were kind of lackadaisical. And you would think that they would have beaten them pretty badly based on, you know, how they played against the Ravens last week. Brian Hoyer is not very good. (laughs) Obviously, Brian Hoyer, what what was he like? He was like 0-11 or 0-10. I don't think he's ever won a game. And it starts. And the Patriots still said, nope, that this is our guy. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Jared Stidham's a better in, athlete. Stidham. Stidham's oh. a better athlete, but we're gonna start Hoyer still. Here's a nice <laughs> drop from Julian Edelman. Sorry, Stidham. We've never seen Jared Stidham, but we still don't really want to start him just yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Apparently, I, he was uh, in contention though to start with Cam Newton. So he went from in contention. Yeah. No, he no. went for he went. No, 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 no. It was even before that. People were saying before they got Cam. People said he was gonna be the next Tom Brady. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, mostly Patriots. <laughs> Bro, Patriots fans be like, yeah, this guy's our next Tom. We don't need Cam Newton. Six more Super Bowls, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's wicked. Like, they actually thought that against Cam Newton. All right. Here's here's where the, the real teams start here. At number six, got the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and Lamar, we know, he hasn't really taken the next step yet as a passer. It's hard to do that without a wide receiver one. And that's what I've been saying this whole offseason and going into this season. He needs a wide receiver Devin one. Duvernay. Devin Duvernay and Marquise Brown, who constantly has the same foot problems and is limited to like four games a year, six games a year. And th- that's your wide receiver one. I mean, he well, he's pretty good when he's healthy. He's a great deep threat. but He's just never healthy. Apparently he got real strong over the offseason, but he still can't stay. Yeah, with that you know. nice. Yeah. I that nice run around at 100. Can't stay healthy there. 
Five that great five ten one sixty eight <laughs> build. That's a that's a real force. Uh, anyways, yeah, Lamar zero and ten all time now when they're down at halftime. That's kind of a problem. So that's going to be something to watch too. See if Lamar can actually make a comeback. And um, yeah, they just need to get some reliable options at wide receiver. Maybe bring in Des Bryant. It might it might be coming to that. Yeah, like seriously. But the thing is, they always they still they still always have to play from ahead, which is something you don't want i wonder if things go south if they bring in antonio brown oh it'll go south <laughs> like because he I is available he is available i'm just saying and i think he's capable i don't think anyone's gonna do that he's pretty he's pretty capable of being a good football player but he's also very capable of being a terrible influence so yeah who knows okay number five i got the Tampa bay buccaneers and Tampa Bay, you mean? Doesn't mean Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. They didn't look good against the Bears. I understand that, but they weren't healthy at wide receiver going into that game. They didn't have Leonard Fournette either, and they still competed pretty well. And you, could, LeBron. I mean, <laughs> Tom Brady with his limited athleticism, like he can he can only do so much, especially when he doesn't have his weapons. So, I think we can, we need to cool it on the Bucks. Um, downfall hype so well not so what, what do you call the opposite of hype i don't even know what you call that slander Slander, yeah <laughs> the buck slander <laughs> not, not a bust fan not everything's a bust <laughs> um, yes it is <laughs> carlton davis also looked pretty good last night just a little nugget for you anyways bucks at five okay okay top four teams here we go bills i got them at number four it's time to put some respect on josh allen's name Second highest scoring offense behind only the Seahawks. The Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs combo is looking lethal. Yeah, it's pretty clean. Pretty clean. Also, the solid run game with Singletary and uh, are they are they giving Moss carries? I think he's been kind of working through some injuries. So, but yeah, I am intrigued by Zach Moss. I thought he was really good at Utah. I think he's got a great skill set and will definitely challenge uh, Devin Singletary for that running back one spot. So I nice to have both guys on your team though. Would be nice to see them both healthy, see what they could do with that one-two punch. But uh, yeah, Zach Moss definitely got to watch out for it. But yeah, Bills playing great football. Um, so anyways, yeah, Bills at four and at number three. So this team could easily be number one. Everybody knows that, but they're not playing like that right now. They're just not playing like the number one team. And this is the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously. And uh, corner is a big problem. And They've been pretty much sleepwalking through these lesser opponents. The only team they prepared for was the Ravens, and they came out and they kicked their ass. So, like, I don't really know where the Chiefs are at. I'm assuming they still have the edge with Mahomes. If the offense is on, you know, just connecting on all cylinders, then I would probably take the Chiefs in any game. But right now, they just don't look like the number one team in football. They look like a different kind of Kansas City Chiefs. you got to remember, no preseason – they're still getting adjusted on offense. I think they'll be fine. Anyways, yeah, right now. And they're still undefeated. I did, yeah, still undefeated, but you didn't play a ton of great teams. Yeah. So, Chiefs yeah. at three. Number two, this is this is where it gets really interesting. I got the Seahawks here, uh, mostly because of the defense. I think the defense is a big liability. It's just Russell Wilson's been able to pull up Mahomes and bail him out of every bad situation possible. And nobody can win a shootout with Russell Wilson right now. So, and not to mention, Russell Wilson is playing actually the best football of his entire career, which helps a lot. So, yeah, Russell Wilson playing great stuff. He's been doing great 
he has the best weapons he's had ever. I think best receiving core he's had in his career. Yeah, oh, I would agree with that. O line still. I mean, a he definitely story. has an he has an athlete now in DK Metcalf. I mean, he he's just never had a like a that type of guy at receiver. Uh, you know, he's had Tyler Lockett some you know replicas in the past, like you know Doug Baldwin and whatnot. But he's never had a DK. Uh, I, I anyways, yeah, the tides have turned from the Legion of Boom days. It's it's the offense that carries the team now. So um, interesting stuff. Seahawks at two. Um, and I don't know, they, they could be the number one team, but the team I got number one is the Green Bay Packers. And to me, wow. to me, this is the number one team you do not want to play right now. Are you just doing this despite me? I really think you think the Seahawks. No, I think, well, can we both agree the Packers defense is much better than the Seahawks? Can we agree on that? Yeah. Finn? Are the Packers They're getting it done without Devontae Adams? That's all you, that's all you need to say. Yeah, not to mention you take away That's Aaron Rodgers, two best wide receivers, and he still smokes Atlanta. <laughs> like, no, that's true. I'm just, you know, I, 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 I'm just embarrassed about the take I have on the Packers going into. The- <laughs> it just seemed like such a mess there. It was a dumpster fire. Well, I'm going to tell you the difference. Here's the difference this season. Aaron Rodgers really looks like he's on the same page with Matt Lafleur. Like, they, they, he actually really likes him now. Um, and he looks like he's having fun, and he's having fun throwing the backups. Like, he was laughing his ass off every time in the backfield after Robert Tanyan scored a touchdown. <laughs> like, this guy is having fun. Big Bob so, Tanyan. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know. I had to look up where this guy came from. He was a 2017 undrafted free agent, and Rodgers is getting – He looked like Tony Gonzalez. Looked like Tony Gonzalez. That, or at least the Falcons The Falcons made him look like Tony Gonzalez. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But anyways, I think the Packers at one – I think they are, you know, they have a little bit of the edge here with uh, with the defense. Jerry Alexander, Zadarius Smith, he had three sacks, I think, against the Falcons. Evan, um, King. So, Evan King as well. Yeah, so that they got some they got some pieces. So I, I'm not saying they don't have any holes. Linebacker is a bit sus, and uh, but right now the protection's great, weapons are great, even the backups. Uh, he's got two running, two very capable running backs. So I think the Packers are one right now. Until they lose, I like the Packers. Hmm. Interessante. Anyways, I'm looking like an idiot. That's all I can say. For our picks, it's time. Here we go. So we're gonna start doing this now. This is gonna be our weekend picks. Uh, we should keep a ranking. See who you know who comes out on top. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. So first game. Well, not for well. The first game was the Buccaneers and the the Bears. So this week we didn't get to do that because we didn't make our picks before that game but I said I would have taken the buccaneers so I'll, I'll say that I would have lost that. I, I would have taken the bucks as well I'll take an L on that I would have taken the bucks um all right so we've all taken an L we, so that's we, a, all, that's all three of us t- took an L. That's our undefeated season right, is so, gone yeah <laughs> all right so Jags versus Texans I'm gonna go the Texans I think they finally fired Bill O'Brien they've released Deshaun Watson from that terrible monster. And I think they're going to have a good team game because I think everyone's going to be happy that he's gone, even though now that he's not there, at least this game, Deshaun Watson can throw the ball more than Bill Ryan, you know, lets him because he needs to make his David Johnson prize look like it was a good trade. So I got second for this week. Jaguars defense has also been pretty eh outside of Miles Jack and Gardner Minsky one week looks like the future of the franchise. And then the next week, not so much. So it's tough, but I'm going to go Texans. I'm, I'm picking the Jags just because I think Gardner. I think Gardner can beat this Texans secondary. They're kind of cut up right now. So, 
Well, this is an interesting game. I think I'm going to have to go with the Texans only because Bill O'Brien's gone. They got some momentum. <laughs> um, the Jags are... The Jags are potentially playing, though, without Josh Allen this weekend, C.J. Henderson, and somebody else on defense. So that's three big starters. I forget who the third one is. I'm blanking right now. But uh, I'm going to say I'm gonna say the Texans. They I feel like they're going to get the first win of the season against the Jags. I feel like – and they're at home. Uh, feels like a Texans win to me. All right. Next matchup, we got the Panthers, Falcons. I think uh, we can all agree who's going to win this one. <laughs> I don't know. I would not be surprised if someone said Falcons. I'm going to say Panthers, simply because the, the, look, Teddy Bridgewater played well last week, two weeks, ago. and you know they beat a decent Cardinals team, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and look, they've been doing it without McCaffrey. Their two backup running backs have come come in and played Mike Davis know, unbelievably well. Mike Davis is rumbling, man. Yeah. Um, and look, I mean, I think they're going to. If they can do it to the Cardinals, they definitely can do it to the Falcons because the Falcons have a really, really bad defense, as we know. And the Cardinals also have a bad defense, but it's not as bad as the Falcons. So I got the Panthers in this one. I think they're going to go do it. Go off to a 3-2 start under the Matt Rule helm. Better hop on the Rule train before it's too late. <laughs> the lane train. Hey, the, hey, the, only, real, the real, only real train station here is the lane train. Come on. No pain, no lane. <laughs> I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Hmm. Huh. Okay. You think they finally get their, their ish together this week? I think so. I think so. They're not going to blow a huge lead again? Not against the division rival Panthers, who also do not have a great defense. I'm going to go Falcons. Okay. Yeah. Next matchup, That's we got true. the uh, Bengals versus Ravens. Finn, Finn, I see you picked the Bengals here. Can you explain that? I got the Bengals because I want to I want to make one of these picks on this list just kind of a little wild, um, just because you know who knows maybe it works out in the in the rankings because we 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 are thinking of a prize to do for who wins this. Um, we haven't figured it out yet, but we will tell you guys soon when we figure it out. Um, but hey, you got to make risks if you want a prize. So. I'm going to go to the Bengals. Joe Burrow had his first win. Wait, wait, what are you saying right now? This just hit me. You're picking the Bengals over the Ravens? What is this? <laughs> wait, Ike, why didn't you stop him? Wait, you just realized Ike, that. Ike, right why now. didn't you stop him from saying no? Wait, hold on. Wait, what do you mean? Just real. I was talking there for like a good minute. This is like, this is blasphemy. What is happening? I don't know. Ben's just getting a little risky with his picks right now. And I'm, look, 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 look. This is I know this is a risky pick. <laughs> but this is it's like I know this could backfire in my face. Like, don't this is not a disrespect to the race. This, this is <laughs> this is absolutely but they played so badly against the Chiefs and Lamar Jackson. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a, if a slump is in store for him. He hasn't looked amazing to me <clears throat> so far this year. Like, I think he's had some great games, obviously. He looked great against the Browns. But his throwing for me has not improved. And I'm seeing quarterbacks like Josh Allen, who are and even Justin Herbert coming into the league, who are improving their throwing. Even Cam Newton in, up in New England. Like, those are guys who are improving their throwing ability. And I think – that was the next step in in Lamar's career. And may, I think it's going to come. I just don't think it's happening this year. And I think last week's loss definitely signified that 
this team can be beaten and they can be beaten badly. And I know it's the Chiefs, but as Jake said, he doesn't even think they're the best team in the NFL. And I know the Bengals are a, not a good team, but I think this could be one of those situations where we, like we have every year, where we see a really good team have a bad loss. And I think it's just going to be this one. I, I don't know. I just I think the Bengals' offense was really hot last weekend. They played well, and I think they can definitely do it this weekend too. The Ravens' defense has not looked great. Not a chance. I'm going to say that Ravens' D-line gives Joey B the business. I'm, I'm <laughs> That's true. That's true. That defense too. Not to mention, wait, hey, the good teams rebound after a bad loss. The good teams rebound. So and it can take some time. The well-coached teams, which the Ravens are, they're a well-coached team. That's that's a, yeah, great point. So the good teams don't go no, look, those two I, games look, in a row. Again, I, I I would love to say Ravens here, but I'm making a risk <laughs> because what if you guys are both wrong? I'm not. I got one. Game that, that's guys. a free game right there, Ike. We just got a free win right there. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to be our clown of the week? I think Finn's going to be our clown of the week uh, next week. No. We can book that. <laughs> oh, we we have to post that pick everywhere. Finn uh, pay, picked the Bengals. Sorry, Bungles over the Ravens. We got We got to post that everywhere. So, all right, we're moving on. This is an easier one to pick. Raiders, Chiefs. I'm pretty sure all three of us have the Chiefs winning this one. This is another game, though. I feel like I I would say that I could see the Raiders winning because the Chiefs also didn't look good last weekend. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go the Chiefs just because I think. They're at home. You know, the Raiders had sort of a sloppy loss last week. Um, yeah, I think the Chiefs will handle this. I think this is actually going to be a close game because Chiefs' run defense is not particularly good, even when they have Chris Jones. But, again, the Raiders' defense is very young. They're not particularly great at corner. They have a couple injuries there anyways. Not a so lot I, of pushing ability either. So, yeah, I do think the Chiefs will win. All right, this is probably and then this is probably the easiest pick. The next one, Cardinals Jets. Um, I'm just until Gates I'm, leaves. I'm gonna say the Jets. No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cardinals, Cardinals all the way. Bounce back from yeah. Not much needs needs to be said about that. Yeah, not much needs to be said about that one. Yeah, two words. Gates closed. <laughs> Cardinals. Uh, yeah, and then we got an inner PA battle: Eagles versus Steelers. Two terrible fan bases going at it. <laughs> Uh, this is the Eagles and the Steelers. Um, I would say I, I got the Steelers in this. Ben Roethlisberger's looked good. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to be sustainable throughout a season, but they're undefeated and they're playing a really, really bad Eagles team. Who I guess did have a win against the 49ers, but I don't really know if we're going to say that's the 49ers. It's more like the, the, team. the 49ers backups. Yeah. So. I'm gonna go. I'm obviously gonna go Steelers here. I think this will be a pretty yeah. easy win for them. I'll go Steelers. They have they've had a week off as well. Um, yeah, that's big too. Easy I'm gonna go Steelers as well because I don't care how good you think Carson Wentz is. If you think you can beat this defense with these backups, that is not happening. The he's the the, the Steelers D line is gonna give Carson Wentz the business. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, he's definitely throwing a pick too to Minka Fitzpatrick or to somebody out there. So yeah, I don't I don't think he's gonna get enough help against Steelers D in that game. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, this is another easy one. We got the Rams versus the Washington football team. I'm gonna go with the Rams just based on uh, you know, benching Dwayne Haskins for no apparent reason. Bust. And uh <laughs> and uh Kyle Allen really does he have more upside <laughs> than Dwayne Haskins at this point? 
I think I think it's a move that they made to kind of maybe give him, him time, you know, maybe just prove a point to him. Uh, I, I wouldn't give up on him just yet. I mean, he has a good receiver in Terry McLaughlin, and, you know, the offensive line isn't great with Trent Williams gone. And not everything that's going on in Washington right now is Dwayne Haskins' fault, but he hasn't looked great. And I think it's more so that they're also considering the fact that they're in a position where they could maybe draft Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. And when you're in that situation, it's kind of like, well, that guy's way better or probably will be way better. So, yeah, it's it's kind of unfortunate there. And Ron Rivera shouldn't be coaching right now. I mean, I, uh, God bless Ron, Ron Rivera. Battling he's trying to do He's trying to work a miracle, and he's barely capable of it. Right? He doesn't even have the energy for that right now. He's just trying to get his quarterback, okay? He's just trying to get his quarterback in the draft. Uh, I, I think I, Kyle I, Allen. I, yeah, but even regards to that, I think he should just take the season off in terms of health. I mean, I wish him the best. Um, but anyway, going to my pick, I would say I, I would go Rams in this situation. They looked, they didn't look great against the Giants, but like we said, I think that was kind of because who cares about preparing for the Giants? They suck. Um, so yeah, I think the Rams will win this pretty easily. Um, but maybe they have something that they can't do against you know NFC East teams. I don't know. Um, Kyle Allen, I'm going to predict he's like the next Ryan Fitzpatrick, where he's capable of putting together a really good start, and then he goes back to just being a really below-average quarterback every other week and makes a career out of being this weird, inconsistent backup. So I'm going to say Rams in this one, though. Yeah, Rams. I'm going to Rams, too. Washington is just looked horrible so far. And then we got an interesting one. Dolphins versus 49ers. Um, I honestly am going to go the Dolphins here. Wow, another uh, risky pick there. Well, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Jimmy G's not back yet. No, he right? is. He'll be back this week. Oh, mm. yeah, he's back this week. Ah. But you might have to flip your uh, opinion there. Yeah, I might have to flip my – I don't know, though, because they still have a lot. They, they're they still missing a lot. Yeah, they are. Um, do you like... And the Dolphins looked good last weekend. Yeah. When do we see Tua? I'm just asking you guys. When do we see Tua? Well, I know, I know that Fitzpatrick is starting this week, uh-huh. um, but I think that's because they want to still give time to Tua. But I think they're definitely under pressure, especially for the fact that Justin Herbert has played so well and Joe Burrow's played so well that it's kind of one of those situations where, you know, they need to show whether or not he can play. Uh-huh. But it's also, you know, you got to be taking into account his injury issues in college last year and you just wanted to, you know, make sure he's healthy. So. I would stick with Fitzpatrick now, but if the Dolphins were to go on a a, a losing streak, then I think they would might they would maybe make a switch. Um, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna give Kyle Shanahan the benefit of the doubt here, and I'm gonna go with the 49ers. And Jimmy G's coming back anyways. Brandon Ayuk looked pretty good um, in that Sunday night game against the Eagles. The nice hurdle. Yeah, but, I um, think I'm 49ers too. I think I'm making my decision on that. 49ers. Yeah, 49ers. I can't have two risky matchups in one week. Uh, next matchup, we got um, In's favorite team in the world, Giants versus Cowboys. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys just because the Giants are um, an absolute dumpster buyer this year. Yeah, I don't know how you could take the Giants in this situation unless, like, Joe Judge went on the field and broke Dak Prescott's legs with a baseball bat. I mean, like, <laughs> like I, even then, I don't know. They got Andy Dalton. So – yeah, I mean, Danny Jones has just not played well, and he's had 16 interceptions in his last 17 starts. And, wow. you know, you're kind of 
at this point, it's kind of funny because I'm at the level now where I know there is no way that we draft Trevor Lawrence, even if we go, you know, completely winless. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I really hope we do. And I thought Daniel Jones was going to be like maybe good. And I still want to wait and see maybe if he gets good with bringing in some better prospects, like maybe, you know, someone like Jamar Chase or something like that. But, oh, it's not, not fun to watch him now. So I'm going to go the Cowboys too. I don't think this will be even a matchup. Let's save the quarterback slander for midseason, anyways. We're gonna see a we're gonna get a much clearer picture of who's That's gonna be true, picking yeah. at least in the top Danny five. Danny Dimes can have another one off game where I think he's gonna be the next Eli Manning or better than Eli or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, I'm not gonna go against Air Dak and the boys. I'm gonna go Cowboys in this one easy. Yeah, that, that Giants defense doesn't really look great to me so far. So I think Dak eats him up. Yeah. All right. Now we got the Colts versus the Browns. This is gonna be an so, interesting one. Um I'm going to go the Browns. I think they're going to have a lot of momentum off that win last week in Dallas. The the comeback, the almost comeback from the Cowboys definitely concerned me a bit. I kind of was like, all right, that's you can't do that if you want to be a playoff team. But I think they're kind of riding a little wave here, and I think they'll beat the Colts, who haven't – who've been playing well, but I, the offense has stuttered for me a bit. And I the defense, you know, after losing Malik Hooker and, you know – it's just been a little inconsistent as well. And I think the Browns, if they can put up as many points as they did against the Cowboys, against the Colts, they'll probably win. So I'm going to go the Browns. I'm actually going to pick the Colts. They're also riding a lot of momentum. Um, uh, Jonathan Taylor, really good behind that line. Phillip Rivers. Um, I don't think he threw a pick last week, and I was really surprised. So I'm going to go Colts. This is a tough one. I think this is the game of the week right here, assuming we don't get any Titans bills. <laughs> but, yeah, Colts-Browns, ooh, this is a tough one. I think this could go either way. Browns don't have Nick Chubb anymore, so this could play a factor here, them trying to manage that. Cream punt, though. I mean, they do have cream the dream, but <laughs> I I don't know. I, I'm going to give – I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts. Mm, okay. All right. And then we got a great match. I think everyone knows who we're going to pick here. The Vikings-Seahawks. I'm just going to say Seahawks. I don't think I need to say anything else. We did talk about how good they are. So, Yep, I think Seahawks is the pretty obvious choice. Um, nobody is stopping Russell Wilson, and it will especially not be that Vikings defense. It is atrocious. And Kirk Cousins isn't exactly playing this ball right now. Um, so I'm going to go with Seahawks, too. Yeah. And then we have the Broncos and Patriots. Wow. Is is Cam back? No, he still has Rona, right? He's still no, he's going to be back, right? I believe he's questionable at the moment. Um, well, let's assume he's back. Yeah. Okay, if we assume he's back, I'd go Pats. If he wasn't, I'd go Broncos. I'm just going to say Pats either way because – Drew Locke still is. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. I'll say Pats either way. Yeah, yeah I'll just say Pats. Belichick's going to clamp whatever backup QBs yeah. playing for the Broncos anyways. So I'm going to yeah. go Patriots regardless. Yeah, Belichick's too good. And then last but not least. Monday night football matchup. Herbie in prime time. I think Herbert gets his first career dub. Ooh. That's my I'm going to go Chargers too. Knock on wood. I'm going to go char- – no, I'm going to go Chargers too because – they they put up a lot of points against that Buccaneers team. 
who did not play well against the Sa- the Saints, but the Saints also didn't really play well that game. And the Saints, for me, haven't really played well all season. So I think if the Chargers can go out swinging like they did against the Buccaneers and have Herbert throw, you know, a 50-yard cannon down the field, it's going to be a game where the Chargers could definitely win. And I think we're, a lot of people are going to start hopping on that Herbert train soon. Yeah. I think Herbert shows out in prime time. <laughs> Finn was, like, all against Herbert, and now he's already now I'm all on in. the train. <laughs> Yeah. This is the greatest transfer. This is the greatest comeback in sports. <laughs> this is probably the worst podcast in terms of me and my takes and the event. Getting made fun of for takes I've made and the eventual takes that I will make. I did make today and I will get made fun hey, of soon. Everyone makes mistakes. Very yeah. true. I'm going to say this ain't it, Chief. I'm going to say the Saints rebound because they just lost to the Packers. Oh, wait, no, no. They be- oh, they beat the Lions last week. They beat the Lions last week. I think they're going to take care of it against the Chargers. They're, I think they're – Chargers have a lot of injuries in a lot of places that are very unfortunate. Uh, that O-line is not great for Justin Herbert. I don't think he's going to get it done with backups against the Saints defense. I, I just – I have a hard time seeing that happening. And it, it's just a little too good to be true for Justin Herbert and the Chargers because that's just San Diego sports luck. Stayed with the Chargers. I don't see <laughs> Justin Herbert getting his first win of the season against the Saints. All right. Well, we'll see what happens uh, starting on Sunday. That'll do it, though, yeah, right? Excited for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep track of these picks, and yeah, there's going to be some sort of incentive or. Yep. Excited for tomorrow too, though. Going to get into some college football before tomorrow as well. Yeah, a lot of good matchups tomorrow. That's going to be interesting. Um, anyway, yeah, college has been a little more interesting this weekend, I think, than the NFL. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about it, so. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. And so, yeah, stay tuned for that episode. Anyways, that's going to do it for this show. Go ahead and give us the follow on Instagram at ST Sports Talk and on Twitter as well at ST Sports Talk underscore. If you haven't already, that's where we post highlights from the show. We tweet our opinions in the moment. And feel free to DM us topics or hot takes you want us to cover. Anyways, yeah, catch us new episodes every Friday. Obviously, you're already listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts probably, but we're also on Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, and Anchor. If you want to listen on there for some reason. So if, thanks for tuning you're in. About, if, you're about <laughs> if you're about it. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. See ya.